we're back. It is week six of The Bachelorette. As always, every week, we are still your hosts. My name is Nick Borden. And I'm Josh Robinson. And we're back for another episode, Breakdown. Breakdown. Young podcast. We're here. It's like, Josh, it's nice that we're, I feel like we're kind of finally getting back into the swing of things, like the normal Bachelorette, you know, we, like, yeah. you know how this is supposed to go now. It's not just, you know, Claire falling in love with one guy on night one and just, you know, ditching all the other guys. It's like, you know, you're starting to, a lot of guys starting to come in and have, you know, Tasha starting to have feelings for each guy. And it's, you know, it's nice to see. It's, uh, it's that uh, comfortable feeling of, you know, all right, this is how things are supposed to go once again. Right. It's it's good to, I mean, it was at the beginning of the episode, obviously you love drama. That's You don't tune into this show, you know, for everything to work right. So so it's nice to have some drama, um, but it is. There was like four episodes. It's like what right. they say, you know, sin is for a season. It was Claire fun. It was fun for a little for, for a bit of time. A third of a season. Um, yeah, no, yes. it was fun. It was, it. I mean, it kept people tuning in. To, really, we were all tuning in to see when it would end and if Dale would realize that he doesn't actually want to be engaged to her or, or whatnot. So, yeah. We are all just waiting for Tasha, and now we've got Tasha, and now we can move on, you know? Exactly, exactly. We we got the little, the little tidbit that we enjoyed. Now we get to, like, indulge and, and have a, a good, full, hearty season. Claire was yeah. the amuse bouche, which is French for um, appetizer. Like it was nice; it got you accustomed, to, like what's going on, and now you have. We we got to figure out what we got to figure out what French is for. Uh, you hate to see it because that's what this whole thing was like. Oh man, you just hate to see it. Exactly, Claire, this whole you know? episode, this whole season, you hate to see it. For all the guys, uh, you hate man. to see it. For Dale, you hate to see it. You played yourself, but you hate to see it. So, he played himself. But enough, enough talking about the last week, so let's talk about this week. Crazy stuff going on this week. We got cooking. We start out. So we started out with a group date. It was the last group date because last week we only got one group date right. and one one date. So now we're starting this week with the next group date. And it is the Grown Man Challenge, which is hosted by Bachelor Nation's own Jared and Ashley, who met right. on Bachelor in Paris. Guys had a roller coaster of emotions. Ashley cried forever about him. Nobody ever thought Jared would ever choose her. They fell in love. They're married now. It's great. Well, and basically, this is the season two where they have to bring people in because they can't go anywhere. So they're trying to keep it still fresh a little bit, you know? Right. You can't so just climb to Portugal or whatever. Exactly. So that's where we're at now. They have the drone man challenge. And basically, it's going to test your smarts, your strengths. And just all overall, like your husband material type things. Are you so a man? We start out. Are you a man? Exactly. Are you a man child or are you a man? And and we I find think out. I think man is is less of a, a a specific term. I think it is really more of a. Are are you an actual adult? Like, do you yeah. do? Are you an adult person? Are you a child person? Um, obviously, grown man challenges sounds way better. It's way more marketable. So, but I liked it. it yeah, no, no, no. It, it was, it was good. I, I liked the idea. It was a good idea. It was way better than the love language challenge. For sure. So we start out and they do spelling and math. And first off, my Oof. God, Bennett, the Harvard grad. Bennett's like, man, I've got this in the badge. It's going to be no big deal. You know, I graduated from Harvard. The first thing they, they start asking, they start asking these like random like word math 
questions. Yeah, it was like, like the, you know, if Tasha like, right, starts out with like 25 roses and she gives three out and then she gives one out and then she gives three more out. How many roses are left? And Ben is just like, this is a terribly worded question. <laughs> and he's the only, and then Bennett gets it wrong. And then they asked to spell limousine. And my man Bennett was thinking limo. And so he forgot the U in limousine. And so he gets that wrong. And everyone starts roasting him because he's the Harvard grad. Exactly. So it was it was really funny. I mean, not a great look I, for him, not a great look for Harvard. No. Harvard so, took the L on that one, not Bennett. Harvard took a huge L on that one. So I think there was a little bit of producer trickery going on. I imagine yeah. they they isolated whenever Bennett would make a mistake. Um, but yeah, I think Harvard, Harvard, Harvard might have some words to say about that. So we move on to the next portion. It's like a tug of war, except for they tie them. They did some like hooks and you have to like tie a rope to your waist. And basically you're just hooking just, dig in and just with your legs you have the most you know leg strength horsepower strengthening you to grab the bouquet from them right and freaking a lot of these weren't even close my man dr joe getting burned by uh i think it was uh it wasn't easy now that was an extra day but my man dr joe absolutely burned freaking ed got murdered by ben like they kept they kept making fun of my guy egg on him chicken legs because oh compared to ben, not even close. You're like Ed. He's strictly an upper body guy. Well, the thing um, is, you you have people on here that are like ex NFL football players, and then you have guys yeah. that are boy band managers. And who's that? Ken. Kenny. Kenny. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure he wasn't on the state, was he? I can't remember him being there. So, anyways, he well, he wasn't there. But at, just as an example, you have people that are you know ex professional athletes, and then you have people that are obviously not athletes at all. So kind of a, kind of a cheap shot, but I get it. I understand the idea. I understand the sentiment. My guy Bennett decides to uh, forego the challenge, you know, claiming a, a football injury from high school with his knee. He feels unfit to compete. So Bennett, once again, taking the L, but here's where my guy has his redemption. They again go on and they have this bed set up and they're like, all right, it's time for breakfast in bed. Taste lying in the bed. They're like, all right, who can make the best breakfast for her? Oh, I, I would destroy it. that. Dude, this is this would have been a competition made for Josh Robinson. One hundred percent. So, anyways, so you know, different people they'll do like a mimosa and some eggs and some uh, bacon. Lame, easy. Chasen decides to like take his shirt off and not cook anything, claiming that he is the full snack. Which, you know, I don't think in this type of competition is going to suit you too well if you're just trying to go off your looks. I right. think that's you know. But the opposite of what this competition is. But then my guy Bennett finally comes in wearing a robe, cooks her full-on beignets from Chef Benet. I mean, you know, playing off his name, Bennett. Yeah. And then he just goes on and he just plants one on her in front of the guys. Yeah. What, Bennett. What a man. The, the, the challenge was, are you a man? And guess yeah. what? He, he definitely he left it all out on the field. So after that, they gave uh, Ashley and Jared gave uh, Bennett the uh, the degree for the uh, for the Ultimate Man Challenge. Well, so Bennett comes out the victor. Then they also have a baby, uh, baby Carlos, <laughs> as I ended up calling him, that was awarded to Ed for the biggest man child on the date. Ooh. So the problem with this is too, if you didn't like hold it, it's one of those that like would cry. Oh you know, like, no! Yeah, yeah. So, 
the whole um, cocktail portion of the date, he had to like hold and like, take care of the baby. Oh my so, gosh. So move on to that, to the, uh, like I said, the cocktail portion. And this is where it gets interesting, Josh, because all of a sudden, you know, I saw someone tweet there like, you know, we're really lacking a Luke P on this season. So Jason starts taking the fall on this episode. Well, Jason starts trying to, hey, Jason has like five words to like describe any woman he's ever been with. And it's muy caliente, smoke show, hot, babe. It's just stuff like that, right? All synonyms and, for each other. Exactly. And so all the guys start picking up on that. And they're like, especially Ed. And he notices and he's like, hey, man, I just don't think you're uh, you're actually falling for. And Jason's like, what? He's like, man, I just think you're here for followers. And Jason just starts like, oh, uh, absolutely not. Chasing. So, Chasing them followers. So Jason goes and has his time with Tasha and, you know, does the whole, yeah, you know, I'm just here for the right reasons. You know, I, you know, I, I love my family. You always mention how like, I'm here for the right reasons. I'm here to fall in love and I'm here for a family. And then they eat the lead and the person start like making out. It's always funny how that happens. It's like, you don't actually get real conversation out of no. it. No, you get the same conversation as everyone else. Yeah. So it's hilarious. But anyway, so then Ed goes and as he's holding baby Carlos, he's talking and he just tells Tasha, he's like, you know, I don't think, you know, he does, he does what he shouldn't have done. He, he, he tells on, uh, he tells on Chase. And he's like, hey, I still think he's here for quote unquote, the, the right, right reason. reason. Oh, no. he's just here to followers and all that stuff. So, you know, make, definitely make sure to take into account. Well, then Jason, like comes after it's, uh, Tasha pulls Jason aside again and tells Jason what's said and is kind of questioning him. Well, then Jason walks up on, uh, on Ed, you know, all big and bad, towering over him, kind of almost starting to get physical over him, and all the guys are like laughing. It's like, bro, this is that's like a, the man child on here, not natural man. And so that carries on into the uh, the cocktail party for the rose ceremony. And uh, Jason tries to be like the big guy, and he's like, hey guys, I just want to address the group and say, you know, if anyone thinks I'm a not here for the right reasons, you know, I just want you know, I'm here, I'm genuine, and this and that, and so. Then Ed's just like, honestly, I don't think you are, personally. He's like, all right, Ed, that's fine. You can go sit somewhere else, and it's fine. But I just want you to know, I don't want anyone to try to ruin my relationship Mm -hmm. with Tayshia. And it's just this whole big spill. And then, uh, of course, Ed uh, grabs Tayshia again to talk to her and says the same thing. You know, he was like, you know, Jason was like threatening me last night and this and that. And it's like, oh, man, here we go. And it's uh, it just spirals, and so she grabs Chasen, and she's like, "Chasen, did you really threaten him?" He's like, "I mean, yeah." She's like, "You're acting like a child. Why not just like talk to him one on one like a man and ask him to stop?" And so then he goes, he leaves that, and he's like, "Hey, Ed, can we talk?" So yeah, he's like, "Yeah, man, I want to dress you like a man, oh and I want to talk to you." Of it, and this and that, it's like everything that like you're still acting like a child, but you think you're doing exactly what uh, Tasha wants you to do. And so then my guys, Bennett and Zach C and Kenny, are like, no, nah, man, we're going to break this up. And so Zach C is like, dude, I could care less about your relationship. Shut up. <laughs> and he's like, that's it. And it's like, it's the funniest thing because Zach C is just like being who Zach C had big moments last week. So he's coming in just right. He's like, he's got the confidence now. He's like, you can break up a fight, you know, if he wants to. Like, you're going to listen to me. And so this, this just starts turning into just the big Ed and Chasen show. It's like Tasha's taking a back seat this week because 
it's all it's like they said like there's no Luke P so they needed to run with something so this is what they decided you to gotta run do with. what you gotta do producer hey, the show. Producer, they, I mean they freaking made a bachelorette switch midway through the season I think they know what they're doing they could you imagine being a producer kind of taking a, a sidetrack could you imagine being a producer on the season you have to have the biggest head you're like we are producing probably one of the most I don't want to say watch seasons because it's it might be because you know a lot of people are still kind of sticking sticking home and it's already a popular show. Yeah. And you're like, we got rid of a full bachelorette a weekend, two uh, a week and a half in or whatever. We you know are having to replace you know Luke P's energy from last year. So there's just so much that they're having to juggle, and then like on top of that, they're like, oh, and everything has to take place in one place. In a freaking middle of a pandemic. And they're they making it work. It. You forget. I, like, I think everyone kind of forgets a little bit that they're stuck at this hotel. Honestly, other than like the cheesy like group dates, like they're making it like, which are already cheesy. They're making right. it work pretty well. They're, I don't, and, they're good at their jobs. They they're know good at their jobs. So, but anyway, so back, we, we get to see Tasty, you know, connect with some more of the guys. Um, Specifically, like Zach C, you know, they have a great moment talking. And she's asking him about the drama. He's like, and he does gives the perfect answer. He's like, you know, honestly, you know, I just don't pay attention to none of that stuff because that's not why I'm here. Mm. She loved that answer. Ben also got some great time with her as well. And so those are a couple of guys that uh, we like to see looking for, as well as Brendan, who had just uh, had the one on one earlier this week, already had a rose. That's time. So what's crazy is like three guys who we did not see coming at all on Claire's season because she wouldn't give them the time right. of day. Their stock is quickly rising. Very and- quickly. It is. Granted, there's really only one person that you kind of knew was going to do well when Claire was there, um, and that's Dale, and he kind of played himself on that. But I-, I will say, if you had to, like, at that point in time, you had to pick other people, you know, your top five that would follow behind Dale, um, you know, it is not include the group that is is doing what they're doing now the three or four guys that you know are really making a breakthrough for themselves it's 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 astonishing how how much the bachelorette kind of takes i don't know what i'm saying it's it's wild how much you know just whoever the bachelorette is and how they vibe with everyone um and how they can project that confidence confidence is Super key is what I'm learning this season. Huge. So, anyways, we get to the rose ceremony, and three gentlemen go home. Two of the gentlemen that came on the season specifically for Tasha that were brought in uh, an episode ago go home. It was Montel, the guy that wore like the pink blazer, mm-hmm. who I thought worst outfit. He was then wearing like a mint green blazer tonight. I was like, this is the weirdest. This dude has the weirdest colored blazers I've ever seen. So Montel, he's gone. Don't have to look at his outfits ever again. Thank goodness. And we've got Peter, who I, I literally can't remember. The only reason I know his name is I'm looking at my notes from last week. So Peter goes home. And then the only guy that was left uh, from Claire's original cast, Straight Jacket J goes home in a wild turn of events. Straight Jacket J. The second I saw that, man, I was like, this is not going to work out. Regard- at that point in time, we already kind of knew – what was going to happen the rest of the season. But from that moment, I was like, whoever comes in after this, it is not, it's still not going to work. Straight jacket. Jay. 
considering everything that happened, the fact that he made it six episodes in, props to the straight jacket Jay, yeah, because man. I would never thought it. No. I was surprised he made it, you know, two episodes in for being honest with ourselves. Uh, yeah, for sure. The thing is too, he looks just like a Zach C too. They're like twins. So that's what uh kind of throws me off with it too. Is like it's like two of the exact same looking guys, but one is like has a great relationship. The other one, like Tasha doesn't even know who he is. Right. So that's just it's very funny to see as a viewer. Um so then we go back and we have our next uh group day for uh this next week takes uh second week fully in as the bachelorette and it is a ufc fight style training with these two like ufc like one wwe then another ufc female fighter and the whole lead up is chasing and ed are going to fight everybody knows this it's not even like they're trying to hide it all the right. guys in their eyes they're like yeah, i can't wait for those chasing and ed fights so we all know what's going to happen they know what the producers are trying to do if you're if you're in that spot, do you think like and you're the producers and you know these guys have a lot of animosity towards each other? Is it a good idea to actually have them like in the octagon fighting in the UFC style fight? Yes. Is that actually a smart? No, no, no. But for the simple fact of like two guys last season of Paradise got kicked out for a physical altercation, and we know this is all fun and games, but this is like things could get ugly pretty fast. Right. And we. And we all know what the like hospital situation is now with COVID. Like, is it really worth? Is it worth it? Worth yeah. possibly sending someone to the hospital? Great, um, it's great. I enjoy it. It's fun to watch. But is it like when you're actually thinking about? It, is it actually smart to do this? Is it smart? No, absolutely not. It's not smart. Um, is it going to be worth it? You know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, obviously, we know how everything turns out now. But um, like leading up to it, it's like, eh. We'll see. We'll see how it how it pans out. Um, I, it really just kind of depends if Tasha specifically is the kind of of lady that um would want a man that would <laughs> be more than willing to jump into a literal cage and uh, yeah. and start fighting other guys. Um, I think that yeah. I think it it shows you a lot of who a person is. And their character and a lot of things about them, um, you know, at what expense? I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know that this season was the time or place for it. Yeah. But I, th- I think it served its purpose. You know. Yeah. It served That's its fair. purpose. It, 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 you know, it, it, it could have been achieved through other main, other means. This oh, for sure. far and away the most raw, you know, way to, to get to your result. But yeah. So anyways, our first matchup of the night, former NFL football player, easy versus Dr. Joe, the anesthesiologist. And my That's man, Dr. not a Joe, fair fight. He's like, this is not going to go well at all. So basically, you know, Dr. Joe, he tries a little bit. Then finally, he just kind of like rolls over. He's like, I'm, I'm done. And Chris Harrison described it as a mercy kill. Also funny about this day, they brought in, a Bachelor in Paradise bartender Wells Adams to come in and also uh, Big color commentate, commentate the, uh, the fights <laughs> with the players. And how long do you think Wells had to quarantine just to do this? I don't know. I feel like Wells is being groomed for whenever Chris Harrison makes his departure. 
I don't think Chris is going to leave the Bachelor Bachelorette franchise for for quite some time. I think he, I mean, he is literally the face of it. But I think there will come a day, and I think Wells is being groomed to take to take his place. I can I can see that honestly. Um, strange because actually, Josh, we have this situation happen later on in the season because Chris Harrison had to go to Texas to help his son move into college, right? Like his oldest son was going to college, so he had, he needed to like you know move his son in because he already had this planned, and then like a pandemic happened, you know? Yeah. And rumor has it that a former bachelorette from season sixteen, JoJo Fletcher, is going to come in and oh, like JoJo. Sir, serve as the host for uh for a few uh for a few days and so i'm really excited to see that uh, i think her her and jordan rogers that was probably one of my favorite uh couples to come out of this franchise and so uh, so yeah so anyways so we have wells commentating and then we have a few other fights you know that are pretty good pretty funny um people but people are like, actually like starting to get a little hurt i think uh spencer ended up like spraining his ankle or something and the gentleman i can't I can't remember his name. He was a uh, he's the guy that wears glasses sometimes. Um, the only one I can remember that wears glasses is Bennett. Okay, now this he, is another guy. He has cornered yeah. the glasses market on this season of The Bachelorette. Uh, he has the glasses that are like really kind of, and when I say old school, I mean like 2000s glasses to where like he needs to get a new pair of glasses. And when you, when you see him, you're like, hey, that's way out of style. But, yeah. anyways. He ended up like scraping his knee up pretty badly, so that's when they realized they're like, "Okay, this is uh, this might be taking a turn for the worse." And then you know, the fight comes, it's just the momentum, it's just building. It's like, "All right, man, we're about to get this Ed and Chasing fight." And so when it's time for the fight, you know, they dap up, you know, they it's the main card, and Ed is like, "Oh crap!" And he goes over to Chris Harrison. He's like, "Hey, Chris, can I talk to you?" So Chris has to come down. I'll get off the headset. He's like, "Yeah, man, what's up?" He's like, uh, so I have chronically uh, bad uh, shoulders that like to dislocate a lot, and I really don't want to go to the hospital. So I, I don't think I'm fit to fight. At this point, he is shirtless. Tasha's already, like, greased him up. He's he ready. wasn't going to miss getting greased up. Let's be honest. He was. He knew exact, He knew his game plan, and his game plan yeah. was, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to take off my shirt. I'm going to flex for a second. I'm going to get greased up. I'm going to have Tasha rubbing all over me, and then I'm going to – all of a sudden, remember that, yeah, my shoulders like to pop out of socket, you know, kind of a lot. And that would not be ideal for me on the rest of the season of The Bachelorette. The only fault here that I find is that he didn't go to Tasha. He should have went to Tasha, not Chris Harrison. That gives you a perfect excuse to talk to your woman you're fighting It does, for. it does. Be like, hey, I would love to show you my man strength and, you know, my, my abilities to protect you and everything, right. but... Uh, my shoulders go out of socket a lot, and I was, I, you know, I would rather yeah. be ready and prepared to protect you than waste it here amongst men that are wanting to show you a great time. I mean, have to throw in the fact, like, look, I know I would absolutely murder this guy, but right now I think my health and me going after you is more important. Mm. And that's exactly what he used in that situation. And he didn't. He caved, and then all the guys. So Chris Harris has to go on and announce it. So. Meanwhile, all the other guys that aren't on the date, they're just like in the audience on the cages, like going crazy, you know, big fight fans. So then Harrison just leaves it open to the, any of the guys. He's like, all right, any of you guys over there in the audience, you know, want to fight chasing? And so my man, Big Noah, hops the fence He's with the mustache. He's like, all right, I'll fight him. So then he goes, he rips off his shirt. And that was like Noah's uh, 
Colton Spence jump. Uh, Noah did it oh in his gosh. second episode. He's jumping over the fence. Um, but anyway, so yeah, he just rolls up. He, all the other guys are wearing shorts. Noah's freaking wearing some jeans. So he just rolls up the sleeves of the jeans. Pants leg gets greased up, and then they go at it. Jeez. Well, uh, it, eventually, Chasen ends up winning the fight and is crowned, you know, their overall winner. But then Tasha decides, she's like, hey, Noah, since you were brave enough to just hop the fence for me, I would love to have you join the uh, cocktail portion of this date. So yeah. my man, Big Noah, got himself on the date, just literally to no fault of his own because Harrison left it open for anyone to do it. Any of them could have hopped the fence. Noah was just the first guy to think, hey, yeah, sure, why not? I'll fight him. Yeah, no, you hop the fence and, and jump in on this literally jump in on this fight you get an invite i don't care how awful your your performance is you get an invite to hang out i mean that's that's just i mean you don't want to fight then that's cool that's on you but whoever jumps in here they get they get to hang out and i think it's probably not something that you immediately think about your immediate thought is probably you know this would be a great time to kind of show off and make myself you know separate from the pack a little bit um which he did. Um, I, th- I think it was a, a great move. Who did it again? What was his name? Mustache? Noah. Noah. Mustache Noah. Um, it's he's called- also, apparently, apparently he's a traveling nurse. That's his uh, occupation. You know, I don't know what traveling nurses look like, but it doesn't surprise me, if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah, when I saw it, I'm like, you know what? Um, I get it. Like, I, I get, get it. it. I, You know, yeah. I, I wouldn't have guessed that, but I get it. Um. You know what we need to do next season before uh, The Bachelor? As the women get out, we need to we need to somehow get like figure out who all these women are, and then we have to guess what we think that they do. Normally, what they'll do is like the a few days before they'll release like their uh, those awful photos that they take, yeah, and like that green wallpaper. So let's do that. You want to? We'll do like a YouTube video on it. We'll like do reaction. yeah. We'll do a video. We'll be like, all right. This yeah. this woman is definitely a hairdresser, and watch her be like a CIA agent or something like that. Uh, so, anyways, so then moving on to the cocktail portion, Big Noah, he's just like he's feeling confident, so he's, he, oh, he yeah. steals her. And so they're talking, and um, he uh, he starts making out with her, and she's like, "Hey, Noah, can I say something?" And she's like, "He's oh, like, part. you hit the mustache, don't oh, you?" Oh my gosh! I mean. I don't, I don't love it. it. Yeah, yeah, it was always. I don't hate it. I also don't love it. Um, but yeah, so it was very funny um, <laughs> that he he's like, okay. So she was like, you know what? Since we're since you're in the mood to be bold, how would you feel about maybe shaving the mustache tonight? And he <laughs> uh, and his and he just he it just he drops and he's like, oh, are you are you sure? Oh my god! And she's not gonna say no, right? Because if he says no at this if point, if you like, say no, you're definitely not getting a rose, and you're no. getting sent home. No. So then he, he's like, "Oh, okay." And so they move on to different people. And my guy Ben has the logic. He's like, "You know what? I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to wait to talk to her because I want to be the last one." And the fact that he voiced that producers was his biggest flaw. Because if you voice the producer that you want to wait and go last. You're going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, everybody go ahead and have your time. And then, and then, and then, then we'll they cut you off. And they cut you off. Exactly. And so anyway, so then while all the other guys are going, Noah decides he, he goes to his room because, you know, they're on the resort. Right. They're five he, feet away from it. So and he, and he gets his razor 
And so he goes back and steals Tasha again. And he's like, all right, let's do it. And so he, she shaves his mustache. Any shaving cream or anything? No. Just went straight for it. Jeez, oh, Louise. She owes him so much. She owes him at yeah. least two roses. And she, and to props to the guy, you know, he, he he's not a bad looking guy. So I think it, it, he helped himself by uh, shaving the mustache. She helped him. He did not help himself, but she helped him. He leveraged it. He got as much as he could out of it, but. So at that point, then Ben, so then Tasha comes to sit down. And when she sits down, that means it's time for her to hand out the rose and depart. Well, Ben's like, hey, uh, Tasha, actually, would you mind if I steal you for a second? And she's like, Ben, the night is over. You should have just came and got me. I was really looking forward to talking to you. Now I'm really disappointed. In front of all the guys Ooh. says that. I'm just like, that's on you, Ben. These producers have screwed this man over. He screwed himself over by telling the producers. But yeah. yeah. The crazy thing is, I think he had very pure intentions by wanting to wait to go last. I think he had very pure he had, intentions. He didn't have pure intentions. He had strategy in his brain. Instead, of, he, he, the thing is, when it comes to this, when your strategy is let me you know, go last so I'm most memorable, or let me go first so I'm most memorable, or whatever, that, you know... It's cheating because what you should be doing is saying, let me make the biggest impression. And that yeah. shouldn't matter whether you go first, last, third, fifth, ninth, sixth. It doesn't matter if you go right in the middle. Whatever. You got to make an impression. And if you can't do that, then, you know, if you're only trading on your looks, you know, they don't have schmuck. Uh, they have a lot of schmucks on the show. But they, they don't <laughs> have, uh, you know, the 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 baseline attractiveness of guys on the show was very, very high. Yeah. So you, you can only trade on your looks so much before your personality has to come into play, which is, is like we've mentioned in the past is rough for a lot of good looking guys. Um, John, tell me how, uh, how many uh, personal trainers do you think is on the season? Honestly, I have no idea, but I would say the number is at least four or five is so. Yeah. At least four or five. I feel like personal trainer is what they put down when you are physically fit and attractive, but are unemployed. Yeah. I feel like that's what they put down. That's, that's a very... Because all you have to do is post, like, your workout on Instagram once, and then technically you're, you know, your personal trainer. So, it's, it's an easy... Yeah. An easy flex. So, at the, so at the end of that... Here's what here's the crazy move that ends up happening. Tasha ends up giving the group date rose to Noah, Woo! who didn't even stick out on the date. To which the guys get absolutely ticked off about it. I get it. And but I, I understand, but also Noah just outdid them. The fact that he he jumped over Ed well, I'll say this. A lot of this is on Ed, is Ed's fault because he didn't want to fight. Right. So then that opened up the opportunity that got Noah on the date. And the funniest part about it was that kind of reunited the guys. Like, all right, it's like, you know, Mason and Ed were able to make up. They're like, oh, we hate Noah now. That's freaking guy. The enemy yeah. of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. That, is, that is the underlying theme of this show. Yeah, no. Noah, talk about Carpe Diem, seize the day. Noah seized the moment like two or three times, and it got him a rose. Yeah. He, he generated, talk about like, 
baseball, you know, there's guys that can generate runs out of nothing. He got Barry Bonds. You know, the man didn't have to swing the bat half the time to to get on base. Noah did not have to be on a date to get a rose. That is wild. That is so wild. My question is: Is he gonna like? Is she gonna invite him to like the next group date since he already has a rose? You know, like, how does this? I think. Does he, so, get, does he get? Does he get penalized for this now? Because it's not his fault. That's the question. You know? Because Here's the he just he 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 was in. They, he had the offer from Harrison. Anybody can jump over and just fight him. Right. Like, yeah, I'll fight him. Why not? Then Tasha invited him to the night portion of the day. You know, he accepted the invitation. He did. So. I mean, he doesn't get his what his date was supposed to be either the one on one or the next group date. So it's 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 weird because in the moment you're a producer, you're like, all right, what do we, what do we do? You know, we just had the guy call out on us. He he said he can't fight. Now we have all of the guys here, so you got plenty of people to say, hey, you know, anyone that wants to fight can fight. And at that moment, you're you're not thinking, a the testosterone's for all these guys like it's going they're ready you know oh yeah yep. so you're obviously to- you're obviously going to get someone but what are the odds that you know they go on the group date or you know i i, I guess kind of well, good. i guess anyone that jumps in you bring them in on the group date what are the odds that Tasha wants to give them the rose it's like one in 10 or one in 11 you know yeah. and he he gets it so i think i think i think he should Still get to go on the next group I think day. you still get to go because roses are good because they guarantee you next week. But the name of the game is making a connection. What good is it that he gets a rose this week if she forgets about him by next week, you know? Exactly. So I, I think, I don't know. I think you have to let him, I think you have to let him go. I don't think you give him a one-on-one if you were planning that, but I think he gets he gets to go on the next group date. I agree. So, so we have that. Um, it'll be interesting to see how next week turns out as far as, you know, how, because we still have another one-on-one and a group date right. left for this, uh, for this section. One, th- one thing I want to, I want to talk to Josh that we, we kind of forgot to mention over, and I'm glad we we're actually able to save this for last was the biggest term of this entire episode, which was Jason calling Tasha a smoke show. Then all the guys, kind of getting offended about it because that was like the only thing you know, like you know he word he used to describe Tasha. so let me ask you this josh are you pro using the term smoke show for a female and do you think the guys do you think the guys are kind of making nothing like something out of nothing because right. they were just to find a guy to hate or do you think i mean at that point you need to have when you're just looking at a girl you're like yeah that's a smoke show and then when you actually get to know her i think that's when you have to have more words to describe her so at this point he's had a couple at least two three interactions with taste you know getting to talk to her getting to know her and so if that's still like your word to use to describe her like do is that where we're seeing some issues or what do you think you know it's interesting because on on one hand you know, I, I don't I don't think it is the most polite term in the world. But on the other hand, I don't think you should get too terribly offended. I, it's a it is a, a weird compliment. Um, it's a shallow compliment. I will say that I don't think it should be taken in a negative connotation. But it is a very very shallow compliment. And I think um, 
you know, I don't know that you would call a woman a smoke show to her face. I don't know how well it would be received. But I think definitely it's it's a one and done. You you don't get to keep using it, you know? It is uh you, you get to use it once, maybe, and then moving on, you, you better start developing a, a deeper vocabulary to describe the woman that you are in competition with to get engaged. Yeah. And I think that's where where a lot of the guys were coming from. And the funny thing is too, Bennett was like Man, this guy, he had all day long to come up with a new adjective to describe her, and he used a noun, and then Bennett just lost his laugh and using this Harvard humor on the guy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, I, I agree with you on that, and I, I think that's where the guys were coming from, was like, you've had how long, how many interactions with her, and this is still the only thing you have to say with her, like to say about her. Right. This. You don't have to say, you know, oh, she's incredibly smart. She's funny. You know, she's caring. She's, you know, very, uh, very smart. I like, mean, we're, so Nick, many... we're just sitting here off the top of your head coming up with yeah. things to describe her, and he's, he's got all day. Um, Here's the thing. Who was that guy? I think it was Brandon who, with Claire, who whenever she was like, well, why are you excited about me? He's like, well, obviously you're beautiful. And she's like, well, what else? And he's like, well, I, I, this is my first time like actually talking to you. <laughs> and she just sends him home. This she's is like, like the complete opposite. Exactly. Like, like you've had, you've had, like ample amount of time to like, you know, to think about this and You've spent time you with just, her. He crapped under the pressure. Like it went back to his like college days, you know, Oh my god, like, oh, man, it's a smoke show. Man, look at that smoke. Yeah. No, no, no. Like you, you call a woman a smoke show when you're hanging around your friends and she walks by and you have zero intention on like making a move. Like, Hold wow. on, Josh brother. Are you, are you there? Your, your mic's gone out on us. Has it? It has. Oh my gosh! There we go. Now he's back, ladies and gentlemen. What in the world? I don't know. Well, it, it, I mean, it, hey, I'm recording on my end, so we're Gucci. Praise God. We'll uh, take it. Anyway, so yeah, no, no, no. It's uh, yeah, it, it's it's a weird, it's a weird term. It's like you know, it's one thing to use it around your friends. It's another thing to use it towards a woman that you're you know intending on getting engaged with. Cause that's the name of the game. That's the big goal. So I don't know. So yeah, I think that's the. Uh, I think at some point, you know, when you're like when you're in your early, your, your late teens, early twenties, you know, it's like when you see a girl, you're like, you know, I mean, there's other words you could use, you know, like that's probably a little more mature, you know, right? Beautiful, gorgeous. Um, I mean, even like I think saying she's hot might be a little better than dang, that's a smoke show right there. But um, I think like when you're in your late twenties, you know, early thirties, that's where you know, if we're still using that to describe a girl after you know three, four times, you know, hanging out with her, spending time with her, that's where maybe that's you're where single the, for a reason. Yeah, it's time to start Jason, looking in the mirror. What's funny is Josh, you uh, you saw that TikTok video that I sent you that was posted today, right? Yes. On, that so, ladies and gentlemen, if you've not seen it yet, Jason did one of those um, I, these popular TikTok videos where you're like, where someone will ask you like, are you so-and-so? And you're like, no, are you this? No, am I so-and-so? And you're like, yes. So anyways, he had Justin Bieber's Lonely playing in the background where it's like, are you John B from Outer Banks? No. And it's like, bro, nobody thinks you're John B from Outer Banks, first off. I like, don't try to disrespect the man like that. But anyways, then he's like, are you Jason from The Bachelorette? Ha <laughs> ha, yes. Did you call her a smoke show? Ha <laughs> ha, yes. 
And I think that literally just confirmed everything that Ed was trying to talk about. Cause he's trying to get some clout. A thousand percent. He's just trying to get some clout. A thousand percent. Um, you know, it can only take you so far. It can only take I think, you so far. I think everyone's about to see kind of, especially the outside, like see Chase is just going to be promoting his Instagram and social media platform. So I don't think it's going to end too well for my guy, Chasen. No. Which granted, I don't know how many of these guys even end up making it on Paradise because by the time the next Paradise is going to be, we're going to have four full seasons of people to choose from, like two bachelorettes, two bachelors to choose from because we still have Pilot Pete's season. Right. Then we're going to have season. Then we're going to have Matt James's season. And then whoever the bachelorette for the next season is. Jeez. So a lot of these guys would normally think they have Paradise in the bag. I'm not so sure. No. You, you're talking about three seasons where they just get to take the t- they just get to skim the top and you got like older seasons to pick from yeah got people that have already been on paradise that they know are are, are for sure people on that are, that are going to make a splash so i don't All know this upcoming paradise season is going to be absolutely loaded it's going to be the most star-studded one they've ever had a thousand percent thousand percent so yeah josh anything else you want to add no, not this week. I think I think I've aired out all my uh, my bachelor grievances for the week. I still think uh, my top guys. I still I got Brendan, I got Zach C, and uh, I don't know, man. I got easy, right man. Now. I got easy. I might have to throw Noah in that right big, now. Big Big Noah's making a come up. Big yeah. Noah jumping in the, jumping in the ring and shaving the stash was was a all-time move to to separate himself from the pack so he's he's one to keep your eye on that's for sure so yeah that's all i've got so we will be back next week episode seven week seven as always guys thank you all so much for listening to this um please subscribe to the podcast give us a big old thumbs up give us a follow on the social medias and yeah we want to keep doing this thing absolutely So, yeah, we've been your hosts. My name is Nick Gordon. I'm Josh Robinson. See you next time. Thank you. Thank you.